Welcome to Twist for the Week of June 6th. This is Sarah McGann from KPMG's Washington National Tax State and Local Tax Practice. First up today, significant corporate income tax changes have been enacted in Vermont that apply to tax years beginning on or after January 1, 2023. Currently, overseas business organizations that ordinarily have 80% or more of their property and payroll outside the U.S. are excluded from the definition of an affiliated group. The new law replaces the term overseas business organizations with foreign corporations meaning that U.S. organized corporations with significant foreign activity will be included in the Vermont affiliated group. Currently, Vermont applies the Joyce apportionment method. The bill transitions the state to Finnegan. In addition, the current three-factor apportionment formula will be replaced with the single sales factor apportionment method, and the throwback rule will be eliminated. Finally, the bill revises the state's minimum tax structure. In other corporate income tax news, an administrative law judge, or ALJ, for the Arkansas Department of Finance and Administration's Office of Hearings and Appeals held that the taxpayer used leased vehicles in Arkansas and was therefore required to include the value of the vehicles in the property factor for the tax years at issue. The dispute centered on the meaning of the term use, and the taxpayer had argued that although it owned the vehicles, it did not use them in Arkansas because it did not possess or control the vehicles that were leased to others. Relying on non-tax Arkansas cases, the ALJ concluded that the Arkansas courts would define use as meaning enjoy, hold, occupy, or have in some manner the benefit thereof. In the ALJ's view, the deployment of an asset to earn business income would meet that definition. In sales and use tax news, the Massachusetts Department of Revenue issued a Technical Information Release 22-8 addressing the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court decision in Oracle v. Commissioner. Finally, there have been three recent nexus developments of note, all addressing tax years prior to the Wayfair decision. First, a taxpayer has asked the U.S. Supreme Court to review a decision from the Oregon Supreme Court holding that an out-of-state telecommunications company Providing voice over internet protocol services to in-state customers was required to collect the state's E-911 tax. In addition, the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court has agreed to review the Appellate Tax Board's decision in U.S. Auto Parts, addressing whether a taxpayer had nexus for the pre-Wayfair period under the Commonwealth's cookie nexus regulation. The board had concluded that Wayfair leaves no doubt that the cookies did not satisfy the Quill Fiscal Presence Rule and that Wayfair did not apply retroactively. Finally, in Washington State, the Board of Tax Appeals concluded that sellers that participated in an online marketplace's fulfillment program were required to collect and remit retail sales tax and pay retailing B&O for the tax years at issue. Thank you for listening to Twist this week, and stay well.